Today is Monday, December 7th, and this is your Alaskan COVID report brought to you by Iron Asylum. Don't build back better, build a better back. Today, Alaska saw 589 new cases with three deaths being reported. That brings our state total to 37,539 cases since March. Locally, that breaks down to 276 for the municipality of Anchorage, 38 in the Kodiak Island Borough, 5 in the Valdez Cordova Census Area, 42 in the Fairbanks North Star Borough, 5 in Southeast Fairbanks, census area. The Yukon Koikuk census area comes in with just one and 117 for the Matsu Borough. The Nome census area comes in with two. The North Slope Borough with three. Haynesboro coming in with one. City of Juneau coming in with just two. Prince of Wales Hyder census area as well as Sitka City Borough and Wrangell City and Borough come in with one apiece as well as the Aleutians East Borough just one. Bethel census Census area comes in with 23. Kusilvac census area with 11 and one unknown case from who knows where. The Kenai Peninsula Borough has 26 today. That breaks down to 10 in Kenai, 2 in Nikiski, 1 somewhere else in the north, 6 in Soldatna, 3 in Sterling, and 4 in in Homer. This is your Monday, December 7th COVID-19 breakdown, and this was brought to you by Iron Asylum. If you're interested in a sweet-ass gym membership, give them a call at 953-4720. And remember, folks, wash your hands, don't breathe in a stranger's mouth, and do not lick a stranger's butthole. Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another Woke and Bake slash streaming service and chill. And today, my dear friend Scotty of Enter the Scottyverse and I will be breaking down the cinema classic Elf. Starring the one and only Will Ferrell, Mary Steenburgen, Faison Love, and Sonny Corleone. Alright folks, this is a great movie and it just got done showing at the Orca Theater in lovely Soldatna on lovely K Beach. Yeah. So if you're looking for a place to go see Elf, that was a place you could see Elf. You cannot see Elf there anymore because it's not running there anymore. However, coming this Friday to the Orca Theater, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, as well as dun da da dun Wonder Woman. So if you want to see Wonder Woman before Wonder Woman 1984 comes out, this is your opportunity to get uh, to get it to get to get your refresher in on the world of the wondrous woman from Amazonia or wherever she's from. However, if you want to go to the movies but you don't necessarily want to see that, I'll tell you a great Christmas movie that is playing: National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Get yourself up on the Griswolds. If you are not familiar with the Griswolds, get yourself familiar. Make yourself familiar. You got nothing better to do. You're stuck at the house. Get out of the house. Go to the Orca Theater. Get some popcorn. Watch a movie. And relax. They got new seats. They've got new, comfortable seats. Check them out. All right. That is the Orca Theater located on K Beach Drive, right next to the Duck Inn. All right. There you go. Get your sweet ass out of the house. Go get some popcorn. And go watch the adventures of Clark Griswold over the Christmas vacation. But until until then, until we talk about that movie, here is Scotty and I with Elf.
Oh yeah, before we get to the review, get your sweet ass over to Red Run and pick up some of that GMO Terp sauce. You will thank me later. GMO is great. GMOs are terrible, but GMO, the strain is great. And be sure to stick around for that super duper sweet ass cannabis warning after the podcast. I'm very envious of your Christmas story onesie with a Wu-Tang shirt underneath. It, it lets you know that I'll shoot your eye out. Like, <laughs> and I got my super duper warm Iron Asylum watch cap. What? I'm actually, I have one watch cap somewhere, but I'm pretty jealous of that one. That's a good looking watch cap, Iron Asylum. Whenever I finally make my way up there to the Tea Time Peninsula, I'm going to have to get one. I couldn't wear it for a long time because I had uh, so much hair that, you know, it wouldn't fit on my head. It just yeah. kept sliding off. But now that I, I cut off all my hair, it looks way cooler. I mean, it does look good with the beard. I mean, yeah. a beard and a watch cap is just really what we all need in our lives. It's it's a good look. Uh-oh. It's a good look. It is. And it suits you. It's... It's like you want to go out and murder people like you're a rampaging uh, Norse man, but you're also a hipster at the same time. Yes. It lets you know I like my coffee a very specific way. Um, Anywho, Scotty, coffee, cold me. temperatures. What are we here to talk about? Well, we're here to yeah. talk about a couple of different things. Uh, first thing, before we get started, I want to ask uh, what the temperature is down there just for just for comparisons i'm pulling it up right now it is sunny and 48 feels like 46 we're here today to talk about elf we're also here to talk about matt brown from ak-49 uh his organization kenai kids need christmas by the way finally came in uh 20 degrees uh feels like six Oh, God, I don't want to live there anymore. That's, you just, I'm sold. I'm not moving to Alaska. You'll be missed. You will be missed, sir. Um, I'll come visit you, but that's about it. it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Well, we're here to talk about Elf. We're here to talk about um, Kenai Kids Need Christmas. We're here to talk about the Orca Theater and one of the things that they're doing right now during the holiday season, which is showing uh different christmas classics and if uh tickets are five bucks for the movie but if you want to get in for free all you've got to do is bring a toy to donate to uh kenai kids need christmas and you don't necessarily have to go to the movie you can still you know drop a gift off uh at the orca theater but they are showing some cool movies during the month of December that were absolutely worth sharing. And some of these movies, because they're on streaming services, are absolutely worth talking about. The first one that is coming up on Friday is Wonder Woman. They're, they're replaying uh, the original Wonder Woman because at the end of this month, uh, the new Wonder Woman 1984 comes out. Uh, and that's going to be coming up on, uh, it's going to be showing, um, I believe, Friday through Sunday. Uh, It's 7 p.m. and uh, on the 18th and the 20th at 7.10. And I'm not sure if that is necessarily, yes, that is one of the bring a toy 
get in free. But moving on to the, specifically to the Christmas movies, which is what we're here to there talk we about. Go. Um, <laughs> no one cares about Wonder Woman. Let's just let's get it out there in the ether. You said it, not me. Christmas Vacation, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, yes. starring Chevy Chase as the un and only Clark Griswold. All right. That also starts playing on Friday. Uh, come in with a toy, get in for free, or $5 tickets. Now, the times for that are uh, Friday through Sunday, 2.30 and 4.45. So you can go in, catch an afternoon showing, and make it home for dinner. All right. But that is going on from the, tw- um, yeah, the, uh, the 12th, I'm sorry, the 11th to the 13th, um, Friday through Sunday, Moving on to the next week, which is the uh, 18th and 20th, that's The Grinch, which is currently streaming on Netflix. That is the Jim Carrey version, not the Drew Carrey version, which is a completely different movie. However, may be available on Hulu. Is there a Drew Carrey Grinch out there? No, there's not. Uh, So if you went looking for... Uh, the true Carrie uh, Grinch on like, Hulu. You're going to be there for a minute. I'm really sorry I lied to you, but it was funnier that way. Um, searching for days. Um, but also, okay. Rise of the Guardians uh, is is going on from uh, 18th yes. to the 20th. I'm, this is one I, I wasn't familiar with until you told me about it, I believe, which is the Easter. My Bunny. favorite take on Santa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Santa, the Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy, the Sandman, and Jack Frost, who, by the way, um, made appearances in the Santa Claus 3, so it's still kind of in the same universe, maybe. It really, it really is. Um, but going back to the, 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 uh, Fat Man conversation, do those folks exist in the Fat Man's universe? I mean, they. I think they're probably an offshoot universe. Or which folks are we talking about? Like the Easter Bunny and all of them. Easter Bunny, Sandman. I think, um, yeah. Uh, Jack Frost, because Jack Frost. I think th- I, I specifically remember. Oh, Jack they've got to be there, Mister Sandman, in um, Santa Claus Three. So I'm just saying they may still exist in yes. the universe. But. They've got to. It's. I mean, it's a multiverse for a reason. They're all there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Rise of the Guardians is a take on that particular universe. And you said you liked it. So we're going to get, we're going to talk a little bit about your taste in, uh, in Elf in just a moment, because uh, Rise of the Guardians is showing on the, uh, from the 18th to the 20th at 2.30 and 4.50. Um yeah, so there we go. There's that. Let's get back to what really, really matters, and that is Elf. And I'm, here's the Wikipedia breakdown. Elf is a 2003 American Christmas comedy film directed by John Favreau, starring Will Ferrell, James Caan, Zoe Deschanel, Mary Steenburgen, Daniel Tay, Bob Newhart, and Ed Asner. The film centers on Buddy a human who is adopted and raised by Santa's elves. He learns about this and heads to New York City to meet his biological father while also spreading Christmas cheer in a world of cynics in the process. All right, Scotty, 
Tell me about this movie. What, what a fantastic movie. And I, I know when we talked, I told you that this was the first movie I saw on opening day. That was actually, I was misinformed about dates. I didn't see it on opening day, but it is the only movie I've ever gone on like a cousin's date or a cousin's outing with. We saw it Thanksgiving 2003 in theaters and we were like the only people in there. And it was, it's such a good movie. And I'm looking at the other lineups of movies from that year. And it's, I think it was just exactly what we needed that year. So go ahead, Bill. To be fair, no one was in the theater because it had come out like on the seventh and it had had three weeks to run through uh, the audience. So that's why that that could be a reason that, that yeah October ninth was the release date yeah 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 so it had time it been out like, for over a month when I saw it yeah um I can I can see why you would like this film this is a really smart film there's a lot going on in this film there's a lot of questions uh, and and things that I didn't notice about this film through the times that I've watched it. And to be fair to this film and to myself, I've never sat down and watched this film from beginning to end, but I got to watch it a little bit with my kids last night and it was awesome. There were a lot of things that I know I wouldn't have gotten when this film first came out. There are things that I'm picking up now that I'm watching it with my kids. And it's like, oh, that's a really, really sweet thing. Um, you know, seeing little, little different things, the way that he interacts with his brother. Um, there are a lot of relationships in this movie that are just based on kindness and, and nothing else. But there were a lot of things that as a grown up, you watch and you're like, oh, they got Artie Lang from the Howard Stern show to play Santa. And when you realize that's who that was. Is that and, who that was? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was the guy from Beer um, from Beer League, not Beer Fest. Two totally different movies. Um, yeah. yeah. So Artie Lang plays Santa in that film. And if you're an adult and you know who Artie Lang is, you know that's a very funny for a very funny person to play Artie or to play uh, Santa Claus. That would be like Santa Claus playing Artie Lang. Um, so as a film though like for me I, I that was uh, it being that it's directed by uh, John Favreau right a guy who's been in a lot of movies a guy that's done a lot of stuff and is now doing Mandalorian right it's it's um it's a transition but like he is that guy I like that he yeah, also. I, I don't know much about producers and all that. And did he? Yeah, he um he he had a cameo. Who was the cameo? He was uh he was Doctor Ben. Uh, he was the doctor that uh, James Caan okay. brought Buddy to go see. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about now. That I love, and that's. It was a really, there's a lot of all-star people in this that you just didn't realize were going to be in it. Like, 
Uh, I'm trying to think who there's another actor when he's talking. Uh, he was talking to the lady at the very end. He's talking to the news reporter. If you didn't know, like he was in it, you wouldn't think of it. Fudge. Give me a second. It'll come to me. Well, sorry. Um, That's my rant. Totally cool. Totally cool. Um, we could, I mean, we can talk about some of the things that um, John Favreau has, has moved on to do, including the Iron Man movies. He did the Lion King. He did the Jungle Book. Uh, he did Cowboys and Aliens. He did the Iron Man 1 and 2. All right. The dude has done, uh, made some really, really good movies. Um, and, and now he's moved on to... Um, the Mandalorian. The guy gets to make whatever he wants to make because, dude, he made this and he made Iron Man uh, 1 and 2. So, like, the guy knows how to make big, huge, gigantic movies and he knows how to make small movies. Uh, his 2001 movie Made um, with uh, with Vince Vaughn and uh, Peter Falk, uh, he's, been, he's been doing this for a minute. Uh, and he really seems to like Faison Love, uh, which is... Um, Another very, very cool thing. Faison Love ended up, um, if you're wondering who he was, he was the um, the boss. He was the supervisor um, of Buddy the Elf at the department store. So there you go. Okay, the big black guy, right? The gigantic yeah. black guy, yeah. Um, so, yes. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, we're talking about producers and everything. We're getting we're going down rabbit holes, like you said. I just want to talk about Elf directly and talk what about a great movie it is. Let's go back. To I don't that. care about all these extra people. All right, let's let's not. I mean, it's, let's it's, talk about Will Ferrell and Elf and how his mannerisms are so amazing. I, I was uh, the one-liners for me. You do go down some deep rabbit holes. Um, the one-liners for me, though, those were the things that um, really kind of got me some of the things that he would just he would just say when he was frustrated buddy the elf became i don't know um i don't want to say a mascot for not giving up you know or or working real hard because when he when he was throwing snowballs when he was putting together snowballs or he was putting up the christmas display for the department yeah. store, he worked really fast and he worked really, really hard. He might not have worked elf hard because what we're learning about those folks is like that, that high sugar diet isn't so bad for hard work between this. And again, fat man, because these movies exist inside of that same universe. You can't have buddy the elf without, um, without having fat man. So yeah, it's a universe with where buddy the elf is, you know, Tommy the Tank Engine. He's a motivation. He's a motivational character. He really is. And I, I love just, I think Will Ferrell's reactions, like his facial expressions and his body language was phenomenal in this movie. Probably the best he's ever had for any movie he's done. Just like the wonderment and the, the way he used his face in this movie was everything that it should have been for somebody who's never seen the high paced world that we live in and grew up knowing talking snowmen who traveled the world as nimulus clouds. Yeah. His interaction with, 
kind of people and, and coming from a completely different universe where everyone is kind and everyone is, is sweet and you're eating lots of candy and everyone just wants to, you know, make everyone happy one day a year and everything smells like candy canes. Great. So you're going to take that kid and you're that adult who spent 30 years of their entire life in this one environment, and you're going to drop them in New York City. Oh, by the way, Sonny Corleone is your dad. <laughs> that is, I, I did enjoy Sonny Corleone being the father. That made me, my life, really happy when I watched that for the first time. So... So it makes you kind of wonder. Uh, yeah. How do you take the two polar opposites of human beings? Okay. However, at the same time, um, weird relationships. Mary Steenburgen went on to be in Step Brothers with Will Ferrell a few years later, where she again played his yes. mother. What happened to her husband in that movie that left her? Maybe single? he's got mom issues. <laughs> Again, same universe, just saying. You're that is, and Buddy the Elf said he was gonna live there forever. And then he did have a little brother, Brendan. What was the what was his brother's name in Elf? I don't even remember. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah, but he had a little brother, so he, he did have a lot. His life fell a lot from the time he was Buddy the Elf in New York to uh fighting what's his name? Mike C. Riley. John C. Riley and whatever Riley. Oh, yeah. good. You're perfect. I love you, John C. Riley. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that's making... a that's a good. I like that connection. Yeah. Yeah, she has a history of being his mother. We just need. She could be my mother. I'd be okay with that. Man, it would be weird though. Like, anyways, I'd get over it. <laughs> Um, all right. So, would you recommend uh, Elf? I would a million times over. I would recommend Elf, and I just had the guy's name who did a cameo, and I've lost him again already. I'm so terrible at this. I'm not. I'm not as good as your other Siri, and I apologize for that. That's okay. We still love you. We still love you. Um, but yes, I mean, this movie. It's it's just it's a it's a this is a feel good movie that's gonna just make you feel good no matter when you watch it who you watch it with it's never it's never gonna become a t like out of date movie it just stays phenomenal the, every year that i watch it it's just still so good and it's so full of just wonderment and kindness and everybody's it it's a feel-good movie man go see it take your kids to see it bring a toy and you know be buddy the elf bring a toy to some kid who needs a toy while you come see this movie Right on. Well, Scotty, thank you very, very much for your time. Are there any uh, films in the long list of movies that they've got coming uh, this this Christmas time that you are excited to watch? Well, every year I'm excited to watch National Lampoon's Christmas. I mean, it's not Christmas until you watch that. On Thanksgiving, I watch that movie because that means it's time to get ready for Christmas. We have Thanksgiving dinner, and then I watch National Lampoon's Christmas to get my mojo going. Uh, Elf is another one of my top three and rise of the guardians is, have you seen it yet? Have you actually no. sat down and watched it? No. 
you you need to sit down and watch Rise of the Guardians because that is also one of my top favorite uh, Christmas movies. It's just so good. It makes me happy. It makes me smile. Happiness is key, my friend. Happiness is key, and we should spread more of it, more than just one month a year, one day a year. We should always be kind to each other. And that's what this movie's about, is just being kind to one another. I want to talk to a shrink about the the emotional trauma of being dumped in New York City at 30 years old after spending your entire life in the North Pole believing you're an elf. So so let's talk about let's talk about Step Brothers real quick. Because he had a freaking relationship with his shrink. (laughs) Yeah. um, I don't know how that woman got her diploma, but he, um, he latched onto her pretty quick and she was really the first woman he had interaction with in the movie outside of his mother. Whereas Zoe Deschanel was the first woman he had interaction with outside of the North pole. So it's kind of love at first sight. He just, First woman he gets to talk to, he's in love with. Damaged individuals. They're damaged individuals. The last time he talked to a woman, he had to leave New York City. And his father, Sonny Corleone. And apparently he left his child behind. Yeah. Yeah. Sonny Corleone was like, I'm, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. Um, I'm out. I don't know how we explain the uh, the jerk brother in the Step Brothers, but there was a jerk brother. Maybe they just don't show him in Elf. Ooh, you know what? Maybe, maybe that is her is. older kid. I don't know. Maybe that is her older child. Maybe she left. Yeah, that's, that's what I was just thinking. All right, she was. She also she like Sonny Corleone had a child in the past. And this and this brother uh, came from uh, nowhere, and he's just he's running off of trauma as well. He's running off of he wasn't given enough love, and so this is how he has to receive his love um, uh, every day by one upping everyone in his circle, whether it is his wife, whether it is his mother, whether it is brother. He always has to one up whoever is there. Uh, and that's what leads to his wife having an, an affair with his new with his brother. brother. They're tied together, dude. They're absolutely tied together. And they're uh, traumatized people doing traumatic things to each other. I can see it, yeah. Because Damn after it. after she saw Will Fer- or El Buddy come back into their lives... She sees Buddy come back into his dad's life and she's like, oh my goodness, such a meaningful connection. So she goes out and seeks out her son that she gave up for adoption. Knowing he was put up for adoption, that's what led to his complex. Go see Elf. Go see Elf. And go see Christmas Vacation. There you go. And bring a toy. And bring a toy. And get some popcorn. Fuck it. Get some popcorn. Bring two toys. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, bring one. Bring it. I figured out I figured out who the cameo was that I was talking about at the end. Okay. It was Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh does a cameo at the end of Elf. Matt Walsh. From what? Uh he's in Ted, he's in Hangover. He's a he's a really great side note actor. 
Okay. See. All right. Dudes that went on to do stuff. Teacher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's got a whole bunch. Just look him up. Matt Walsh on IMDb. Once you see him, you'll know who I'm talking about. Okay. I will definitely. Uh, I'll definitely take a look. See. All right, today's podcast was brought to you by the fine folks at Iron Asylum, as well as the lovely human beings over at Red Run Cannabis Company. A little bit about Red Run. Red Run is located on the Kenai Spur Highway. They're the growers of fine cannabis, the brewmeisters of Hashade, blueberry Hashade, and now strawberry Hashade. They make canna caps, honey sticks, peanut butter. In fact, they carry all kinds of stuff. They carry flour, they carry concentrates like decarb oil and cartridges. So if you're interested in making your own edibles, Red Run has what you need. Now, because Red Run has their own manufacturing facility, there is nobody that can beat their prices. All right, they also stock edibles from uh, from Lady Grey, from Creative Confections, and they stock Frontier CBD. Now, Frontier CBD is a CBD company that manufactures their product in Alaska. So be sure to ask your bud tender for any suggestions. All right, check out their website, redruncannabiscompany.com, for more information as well as weed maps for their current menu. Hashade and other Red Run products are available at finer dispensaries in the great state of Alaska. All right, here's your cannabis warning, and get out there, kick today's ass. Do not let it kick yours. As per 3AAC 306.360 Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning A, marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. B, marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C, there are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D, for use by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. And E, marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding.